Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, thanks so much for joining me on another show, you guys, all you Exploring Mind and Body listeners out there. Before we get started, just a quick word from our sponsor, makmystics.com. This is a Himalayan salt company, and they have all kinds of salt products, salt shakers, salt grinders, salt cutting boards, Himalayan salt lamps to improve your sleep, which is one of my favorites. They actually helped me out with a bunch of salt grinder gifts for my clients and fitness class members. So that was super cool. I always appreciate what they're doing. And you know, it's time to start paying attention to the little things that we're doing in life. And salt is one of them. You still see salt at homes. You see it at restaurants. That's bleached, refined. There's no minerals or any nutritional value in those. So if you're looking to improve your lifestyle in sustainable ways, look to change to Himalayan salt. It's a small, significant step to improve your life. That's makmystic.com. Today, uh, I just got off the phone with Barbara Stanny, and she was an absolute blast. I had so much fun. I'm, I'm still enjoying myself from that interview. She's so cool. And, you know, just the way she talks and how she communicates, she's certainly not one of those people that talk at you. And I, th- I think that's interesting because she's she has interviewed, you know, very prestigious people, a lot people with a lot of money. And I'd imagine, not that I've talked to a whole lot of them myself, <laughs> but people that don't have a problem talking down to you. So, you know, Barbara was so much fun. We're talking about sacred success and that's, that's her new book. It's a course in financial miracles. And she went from basically not understanding money at all. She came from a very financially wealthy background and she didn't really understand money. And then she jumped in. You'll, you'll hear about this story. I don't want to give it away. She has a fantastic story from not really knowing much to about money to explaining and teaching women how to learn more about money. So at the end of the show, stick around because she gives three tips that will change your financial life in four months. And honestly, I'm going to do them myself. So stay right there. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. You heard all about Barbara on the intro. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Barbara. Thanks, Drew. Thanks for having me. So I'm looking forward to this interview. I know you are too from talking to you off air. (laughs) (laughs) I am. That's good. This is going to be a fun interview. So today we're talking about sacred success. And I love your story. I mean, I don't know who wouldn't, (laughs) but can you give our listeners a chance to resonate with you and where your background in finances came from? Yeah, so I love my story too, but I wouldn't want to relive it. Let's (laughs) let's put it this way. Um, So I grew up wealthy. My father is the R of H&R Block. And the only advice he ever gave me about money ever was, don't worry, (laughs) don't worry. (laughs) And I thought that was great advice. I didn't want to worry. I just, I didn't understand money. I just wanted to spend it. And there was always a man to take care of it. First my father, and then I married a man who was a lawyer. Then he went to work for Block. Then he became a financial advisor and a certified financial planner. So he was perfect, right? Well, very early in our marriage, I found out that my husband, the stockbroker, was a compulsive gambler. And over the course of my marriage, 15-year marriage, he lost a fortune of my inheritance. And you know the insane part? I continued to let him manage it. He paid all the bills. 
He did all the investing. I just signed whatever he wanted me to sign because that's how terrified and intimidated I was by anything to do with money. And it wasn't until one day I went to the ATM, I put my card in, I wanted to get something out like $60, and it said, sorry, no money. Well, that happened a couple times, and that was the end. I knew I had a problem, so I had to get rid of the problem. <laughs> the problems, the problems are never out there. After we got a divorce, I decided money's not my thing. I do not want to deal with money. Well, I had this theory that if you don't deal with your money, your money will deal with you. And in the next year, I got tax bills for over a million dollars. Back taxes he hadn't paid, illegal deals he got us in, and my signature was on everything. My ex-husband had left the country. I did not have a million dollars or close to it. So I called my father, asked him to lend me the money, and he said no. He wouldn't lend me the money. And that was the moment that I knew. That was when I knew I had to get smart. I didn't know how I was going to do it. But I really believe when you commit, like down to your toes, like no back door, the universe revolves to help you reach your goal. And I was a journalist for the San Francisco Business Times, and I got hired for a freelance project to interview women who were smart with money. And those interviews changed my life. I not only got smart about my money, but I wrote my first book, Prince Charming Isn't Coming, How Women Get Smart About Money. And suddenly I had this whole new career doing financial education for women, but I couldn't make money. So I interviewed women who made six figures or more, and I started making six figures before I even finished writing that book. So did you? Did they set you up with this, or did you decide you wanted to do this? I said I wanted to do it. Okay. Well, actually, my agent called me who had got my first book published, said, why don't you write about women who make lots of money? Because more women make mo lots of money now than ever before. And I hated the idea. <laughs> I mentioned interviewing these, these aloof designer dress snobs. And then while my agent's still talking, I'm on the phone and I'm doing this little out-of-body thing. Like, wait a minute. If this is what I think of successful women, how will I ever let myself become one? Right. So that became a personal challenge for me. And... And I became a six-figure woman. And then I wrote my next book, Overcoming Under Earning. And this last book, my most recent one, it just came out, Sacred Success, A Course in Financial Miracles. I thought I was going to interview women who made millions because that was my new goal. I wanted to make millions, help millions, give millions. And when I interviewed these women for the book, I realized something really remarkable, much more important than how much they were making, was the way they were achieving their success in a way very different than what the world models. That these women were not only showing me their financial prowess, their, their success, but more they were showing me, they were like modeling the women's, they were modeling power for me. They were, doing, they were exercising power in a very different way than men do. And so sacred success is definitely about financial success it is definitely about money. Even more, it is about power. How are those yeah. women different than the men? Well, research shows us that men and women view power through very different lenses. Men exercise power, generally speaking, by asserting control. Women, generally speaking, exercise power through building relationships. Mm. For men, money and power are the ultimate goal. For women, Money and power are just a means to an end. What motivates women is helping others. 
And what I saw is that once a woman reaches financial stability, she's no longer motivated by money. What's motivated, what's motivating to her is to give back, to serve, to get back to her communities, to help others. The way they were doing it, I was just astounded. We don't have to be like men. And in fact, (laughs) I believe our world is going through a real paradigm shift. And I believe that we are heading from a male-dominated society to a partnership society where men and women lead together as partners. And I believe we women, in order to do this, we women have to step up to the plate and into our power in the grandest way possible. I I believe women's trouble with money has nothing to do with money. It is our fear of ambivalence about power. I just covered a whole lot of subjects in a very short time. <laughs> That's okay. That, that was good stuff. I didn't want to cut you off there. You, you I was know, like on a roll last night. <laughs> I talk about environment a lot and how our environment uh, affects our lifestyle and everything from our mood to our success. And this is a serious question. It's going to sound funny. <laughs> so you changed your environment and your mindset around, you know, more so success and finances. Now, my odd question is I've always kind of wanted to interview homeless people and I wanted to interview them and find out how they got their, you know, their story. And I don't know why, I don't know where that comes from, but am I going the opposite way of success? If that's something, one of my goals? Well, I don't know if that's cause I don't know that I didn't hear you wanting to become homeless. Right. That would be opposite. <laughs> but, but what I hear is you have a fascination with what allowed those people to be on the, the streets. Right. I think that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, so, I just want to know how they got there. And I yeah, guess it's the... It's, it's scary. Like, I don't want to get there. How can I avoid it? <laughs> right. Well, it's the, kind of the opposite of, of you, right? Because you interview yeah. millionaires, and now I want to okay. interview people with no money or homes. Well, I always like to interview. I, I always write books about what I need to know. Right. So I don't start off as the expert. I become the expert because I wrote the book. You know, the, no one learns more than the teacher. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. then I teach it, and that helps me learn it. Okay. So, yeah. So I, I write to where I aspire to be. I love this part of your book when you wrote, uh, write an angry letter. I often talk about how writing is is, a, is medicinal, and it's a great way to release emotion. So I thought that was fantastic that I saw that in your book. Can you talk about that? What I found, now remember, I work exclusively with women. So when I'm speaking, I'm biased, uh, because that that's my that's my. That's where, where, I, where I look. But what I found is women have a tremendous amount of stored anger, repressed anger, submerged anger. And when I work with them, one of my goals is to get that anger to pop up, to, to release. Because when we have stored anger, is, and, and women have been groomed not to express anger, to keep it down, because that robs us, that drains us of our energy. It takes a lot of energy to hold repressed emotions down. And once that's released, we have so much more energy and creativity to go forward. So I, and the way I figured this out is because I did this for myself as I started writing angry letters. And I saw how liberating it was. And yeah, I've been journaling I'm a writer, but I've been journaling ever since fifth grade. So for me, writing is the way I release. Writing is the way I discover. You know, writing is the way I figure things out. So you, that's what you recommend to people that you work with? I do. If 
they are so inclined. I mean, there are some people who just don't like to journal, some people who just don't like to write. And so I won't push that on them. But I absolutely suggest to people that they, uh, they write. It's just such a wonderful release. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Is there anything you recommend to those that really don't want to sit down and write? Is there another way they can release their emotions? Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of the ways I do it is I'll go outside. I take a bag of ice cubes. I'll go outside and I'll throw those ice cubes on the ground. <laughs> where, do you th- where do you throw them? I, I also take boxing. You know, I put on those boxing gloves. I hit that bag and man, I get that energy out. Um, and sometimes just talking to a friend. Those are awesome. So what, sorry, what did you do with the ice cubes? You throw them where? You just, take the ice cubes and you just throw them on the street. You go outside, <laughs> you just throw them on the ground. Do you stomp on them? You can. I'm like, that's very creative. I hadn't done that. I would like I to stomp throw, on them. I just throw them and I scream. Stomp on them. That's a great idea. Next time, I haven't been angry in a long time, but next time I do, okay. I will stomp. <laughs> Thank you, Drew. You're welcome. I'm going to try that too. I'll let you know. <laughs> One of the other parts of your book I really enjoyed was the homework. When we talk about doing homework, I mean, you have homework exercise at the end of the chapters and some people don't like to do them or don't understand the significance. Why is there homework and how important is that to finding success? When I have our exercises, I call it homework. I don't know what I call it, but I call it homework. So, uh, but, but there are exercises for those who want to not just read, but explore, kind of plummet their own depths, who want to go deeper inside themselves. I, I have exor- and I have them in all my books. Exercises that allow them to look, to look deeper than they would. It, it, they're like tools that help you kind of dig deeper into your psyche, into your soul. Um, I think homework is great. And when people don't do homework, like when I coach people, I give them homework. And what I found is either they'll do it and great, they'll learn something. And if they don't do it, great, because that's how you can explore resistance. And my whole job when it comes to helping people with money and understand money and make more of it and manage it better, it, it's really, because money is very simple. It's very, very easy. What My challenge is to help people get past their resistance to doing the work. And that's where I think my zone of genius is. And I think that's where people fall into trouble because they fall into resistance. And resistance is simply another way of saying, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And they don't want to do it because they're scared. So getting to that, those internal blocks that come from fear and, and false beliefs, that's where the work happens. So that's where the transformation occurs. Sometimes when I'm working with someone and I ask them to do something like a nutrition journal comes up a lot. And I'll say, let's, let's have a look at your food. Let's, let's look at the, the foods yeah. you're eating and how that affects. So the resistance is so strong. Though for me, those are the people that need to do it the most. Do you find that? Yeah. It's not only that they need to do it the most. What that tells me is, oh, there's something in there under the surface that needs to be explored, that needs to be revealed, that needs to be understood in order for them to move forward effortlessly. Like for me, when I was trying to learn about money, I had all this resistance, tremendous resistance. This was way back, you know. And I know, and I, I, I go to classes, I go to read books, and my eyes would glaze over, and my brain would fog up, and I just, 
And then I went to a therapist. And I said to the therapist, I really, really, really want to get smart about money. Really. And the therapist said, hmm. He looks at me. And he moves over into another seat. And he said, now I want you to talk to me as if I'm your head. I'm a voice in your head. And I'll talk back as, as you. So I looked at him in his new chair. And I said, okay. This was me I'm talking to. I really want to get smart. I really want to get smart about money. And he, as the voice in my head, says, no, you don't. And it was like that moment, I had no energy. He deflated. And he found a part of me that didn't want to get smart. It didn't. And as we got deeper into exploring that, I realized there was a part of me that was afraid that a man wouldn't love me if I was smart about money that my parents would abandon me if I was smart about money. It's these silly, irrational beliefs that keep us stuck. These fears that until we discover them, once I discovered this fear, I was off and running. It was no problem. Well, problems showed up, but you know, so what I do when they don't write down their, their spending, like you do a food journal, I do a spending journal. When they don't write down their spending, when they don't wanna do it, that's when I want to look deeper. What's going on that's keeping you? Let's take a short commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to talk more with Barbara Stanny about sacred success. Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Taddea, brought to you in part by PM Promotions, your one-stop promotional shop specializing in custom embroidery and screen printing. Located just off Highway 2A in Crossfield, find them online at p-mpromotions.com or call 946-0158. Welcome back to Exploring Mind and Body. We have Barbara Stanny online and we're talking about sacred success. And this is a course in financial miracles for women. I'm loving this interview. Barbara and I are having a fantastic time. Unfortunately, we do have to wrap things up here, but I do in this last segment, I want to ask Barbara, can you tell us, there's a lot of women struggling with finances in different areas of their life. Can you give us some beginner-ish tips to get people, to get women moving forward in financial success? I can. I'm going to give you three steps and men can do them too. Three steps to get smart or smarter about money because it never ends. And you do these for four months. Hell, you do them for three months. And you're going to see a huge difference. So every day, read something about money. Even if it's just for a minute or two. Even if you're just perusing the business section of the newspaper. Even if you're standing in line at the grocery store and you pick up money magazine instead of people. Before you fall asleep, you take a finance book and read one paragraph because so much of getting smart or smarter about money is familiarizing yourself with the jargon, with the current trends. So every day, read something about money, even if it's just for a minute or two. Every week, have a conversation about money, preferably with someone that knows more than you. I believe we will moan and groan about money, but we rarely talk about money. So, like, I started just going to people who were fairly proficient with their finances and asking, well, what, how did you learn about money? What, what, what do you do? How do you invest? What suggestions do you have for me? Do you know any good books to read? So start talking about money, preferably with people that know more than you. So every day read, every week talk, and every month automatically have money transferred from a checking account or your payroll check into a savings account, 
It doesn't make any difference, 10% ideal, but even as little as $5 a month, just get in the habit of savings. And when you build up an emergency savings, which is about eight months of living expenses, you can start investing a little bit each month. So every day, read, every week, talk, and every month, save, and in four months, you'll be on your way to being a wealth builder. I liked how you talked about, you know, talk to people about money. We're so afraid to talk. No one wants to talk about how much they make or how much. I guess every, everyone asks the first thing, how much did that cost? But if you want to sit down and have a real conversation about money, there's so much resistance. Why? I, I know. And that's, that's a lot of what motivated me to come out and tell my story initially because I want to start the conversation. And every month, the first Monday of every month, my website is barbarastanny.com. You can go on my website. Every, the first Monday of every month, I have a free call called Monthly Money Monday. And it's a whole bunch of women, and we ask questions, and we talk about money. And it's been profound. And, sorry, what is, what is it? A podcast? A radio show? What is it? It's a free call. It's a, like a teleclass. You just call a certain number, a free conference call number. Yep. And whoever wants to join, and there's usually about 70 to 100 at a time. <laughs> wow. And we formed a Facebook page called Money Monday that has almost 600 people in it. And all we do is talk about money. But we don't, it's funny because conversations, because problems with money are never just about money. So we go really deep, really deep to what's really going on. So it's not your, it's not the way your grandmother used to talk about money. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a flashback of my grandma digging through her little change purse. <laughs> yes! yes. <laughs> <laughs> we can find out more information on and your website. That's barbarastanny.com. Yes, S-T-A-N-N-Y, barbarastanny.com. So you also have every Monday, it's uh, called a mon- uh, Money Monday, where you just kind of have an open conversation about money? Yep. Yep. Okay, can is there any... Can ask questions, and I'll give them the answer, and if anybody else has an answer or something they'd like to say, a resource they'd like to share. It's a real community, and that's what I want to build, a community of women who are talking openly and freely about money. Yeah, I love that environment, like I was talking about. I think. The environment, it's exactly that, exactly the environment you were talking about. I mean, that was wonderful. That time always flies when I'm enjoying the conversation. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, me too, <laughs> me too. Uh, in March, I have a Overcoming Under Earning teleclass coming up, and you can also find out more about that on my website. I'm going to link all this information to the show notes. So I, I write write an optimized blog post. I put all the show notes, the some of the topics, a bio of yourself, and the interview, and those links. So if people visit my site to get the show, then they can uh, hook up to your website as well. Wonderful. I really I really enjoyed this, Drew. You, you're a lot of fun. <laughs> Thanks, Barbara. Um, it was a blast. And hopefully, I'd love to have you back to talk about another topic. I really would. I love it. Thank you. Exploring mind and body with True Form's True Tadia would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Didsbury, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart, working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, True Tadia, or to find out how you can become a sponsor, visit exploringmindandbody.com.
right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Thanks so much for joining us, Barbara. That was a blast. I'm sure you could hear how much fun we had on air um, just listening to the show. But we also had, maybe we'll give you some outtakes. If you're listening to this on air, check out exploringmindandbody.com for this show. And we're going to, I'm going to give you some of the outtakes because Barbara and I added some information that you're going to want to hear about, just something that we openly talked about that was, that was super cool that I want to share with you as well. More information about her website is barbarastanny.com. That's S-T-A-N-N-Y. I'm going to link that in the show notes so you can check us out there. All right, just before we wrap things up here, just a quick word from Rainy Days Medispa. This is Rainy Days, D-A-Z-E. So this is actually a really cool company right out of Sylvan Lake. They have a lot of conventional spas like facials, massage, pedicures. But what I like about them is they're green and they're going with a more natural, healthy approach, which is perfect for the show. So they actually have vegan nail polish. And I thought that was super cool. I was talking to Tamara on the phone. And I also love that they're green. They're part of the green circle where they try to recycle absolutely everything. So they're natural, they're green, they're organic and biodynamic as well. So it's in Sylvan Lake. And you can find more information on them at rainydaysmedispa.com or you can give them a call at 403-887-0660. I just want to thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your downloads and shares. I want to thank Jameson Brown for his edits. I always appreciate being in the studio and being a part of this network, 96.5 CKFM. I'm going to be at True Form Life on Twitter, facebook.com slash trueformlife. I write daily there, twi- usually twice a day, actually. I share my thoughts and my latest posts and videos. All that stuff also goes on my weekly newsletter. So you can go to trueformlife.com or exploringmindandbody.com. You can sign up for our weekly newsletter. There's no spamming. You can unsubscribe at any time. All it is is my latest work, my newest blog posts, my videos, my radio shows, all get sent to your email box every Monday morning. I do that every week. So check me out there. All right, that's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Taddea, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.